Welcome to Talk Travel with Heather Tate, North Mississippi's podcast for savvy travelers. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is a weekly podcast that airs every Monday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi, and is then released as a podcast. Travel advisor and travel enthusiast Heather Tate of Whimsical Destinations gives listeners expert travel tips curated through the years of personal and professional experience. By clicking subscribe, you'll have a new travel tip to add to your collection delivered to your podcast library every Monday. Talk Travel with Heather Tate is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Good morning, Northeast Mississippi travelers. This is Heather with Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and I am so excited to share my adventures and tried and true tips with you, whether you are also a seasoned traveler, a hopeful traveler, or currently an armchair traveler, meaning you're going to follow along with us from home for now. This is our 58th episode of Talk Travel with Heather Tate, and today we're going to talk all about Grenada. Now, when you think of Grenada... Do you picture palm trees, clear turquoise water, and chocolate plantations? Well, if you're from Mississippi, like I am, those probably aren't the first images that come to mind. Although, after my week at Grenada, the Spice Island in the Caribbean, now that is what I'll think of. But we're not in Mississippi anymore when I say we're going to Grenada this week. We're talking about the island in the Caribbean. It is actually located the furthest south I have ever been. It is near Barbados and Venezuela. It's only about a 100 miles off the coast of of Venezuela, which is in South America. It is also one of the smallest countries in the entire Western Hemisphere. So now we know about where it is. I'm going to give you a little bit of insight on the the history. Uh, Well, English is now the official language, so it makes for a very uh, convenient country to visit. Christopher Columbus discovered the island in 1498, but it changed hands between the French and the British multiple times throughout the centuries, just obtaining its independence in 1974. Like I said before, this is a very small island. It is actually only two times the size of Washington, D.C., to give you an idea of how small it is. It is the home to the world's first underwater sculpture park, which has over 65 man-made sculptures on the ocean floor which you can see whether you're scuba diving, snorkeling, or even going on a glass-bottom boat. Now, this island is called the Spice Island, and it is called that because it is known for all of the spices that are produced there, including nutmeg and cacao, which is where we get chocolate from. Now, I have had nutmeg in many different dishes growing up, whether it's um, I put it in my quiche, whether it's a Christmas cookie or, you know, those type of flavorings that you think of when you walk into Kirkland, you smell cinnamon and nutmeg. But I have never had it in an ice cream or as an ice cream flavor before until my husband and I went to Grenada a few weeks ago for his birthday trip. I told you I'm always looking for a new place to explore. And this year, my new country that was on my radar was to go to Grenada. I wanted to go there for several reasons 
reasons, but one reason being I knew they were known for their friendly people and their spices, and I was excited to get to go to a new country in the Caribbean. Um, so I will say I tried the nutmeg ice cream. Logan and I both agreed that it may not be our favorite flavor. It definitely is strong. You could t- taste the nutmeg. I preferred chocolate. So I absolutely loved when we did a tour of the island, and we got to go to a chocolate plantation. That was one of the highlights for me. We were able to taste chocolate in its original form when it is in the seeds, in the the cacao seeds. And it it blew my mind that when it was broken open, it was this white, fleshy type seed that you could eat like candy. And then it's fermented and goes through this process which is very much like coffee beans, how coffee beans are fermented and roasted and dried. And so we got to see the process from beginning to end, how it's now they're made into at the chocolate factory gourmet chocolate bars. And we got to sample different ones and bring some home for our boys. But the, the most exciting part of the, of the process for me was that they had these drying racks that are pulled out on like railroad ties that have been there for centuries now. And just like you've seen maybe in books or in movies where they stomp grapes in Italy to make wine, they walk through the cocoa beans to spread them out. So they walk through them in bare feet. And they said that's part of what gives the chocolate its flavor. It's the love that comes through from scattering the cocoa beans. And we got to do that. My husband and I walked through them, and that's part of the the process that they will use to make the chocolate into into the customized chocolate that was absolutely delicious. A little bit more about the island. There were only three traffic lights on the entire island. And so there was a lot of traffic and it moved along at a steady pace, but not a lot of traffic lights. They also had their own lake. When we think of Grenada, if we think of the Grenada Lake in Mississippi, Grenada, the country in the Caribbean also has their own lake called the Grand Etang. And it is said to be bottomless because even with sonar, they cannot detect the bottom of this volcanic made islands lake. There are no venomous snakes on the island. Another fun fact, and I'll tell you I love that because I love exploring. And for a beautiful country that has rainforest, waterfalls, gorgeous beaches, lots of hiking opportunities, it really made me feel better to know that I was not going to accidentally come upon a venomous snake while I was hiking. There are rum distilleries that after, you know, generations of this island being known for producing sugarcane, that they have now turned some of the factories that produce the sugar cane into now producing rum. They use the sugar that is turned into molasses that then becomes part of the the ingredients for the rum. We got to do a tour which was it was very interesting and we also were able to do some of the sampling for one of the rum distilleries on the island. A little bit of history which I love finding out more history about a place once I once I'm interested in traveling there or or actually traveling there. A lot of my clients asked me if Grenada was a safe country, if I felt safe going there. And everything I'd ever read or heard about it recently was that it is one of the most peaceful, friendliest places in the world. And I experienced that when I went. But a lot of my clients may be thinking back to in 1983, when the country of Grenada was taken over by a different regime and the U.S. forces also intervened that same week. So when people think of Grenada, they may actually have family or friends that were on the shores of Grenada, and that's what they think of back to that incident. But now it is known for being, like I said, an extremely peaceful island. We felt safe the entire time 
we were there. We made new friends. I got to actually meet a friend that I have spoken with for a while now who lives there. And so we were able to do a, a tour of the island together, and I was able to meet her in person. We could go to the rainforest where we visit a waterfall when it was actually raining. We got to try fresh fruits and local cuisine right on the roadside. We went snorkeling, although I didn't go to that underwater sculpture park. That's going to be my list for next time when I go because I am definitely going back next time. We still had a very exciting time snorkeling, seeing the coral reef. Logan saw a turtle swimming by at one point. I missed it. He is much quicker at seeing things than I am. By the time I turned to look, the turtle was gone. He also got to see an octopus and a moray eel. Again, I get distracted. I'm looking at one thing and I turn and I've missed it. So there's lots of sea life, marine life that we were able to see while we were snorkeling. But there's so much more that I still want to see. When we went to the chocolate plantation, that was such an absolutely amazing part of the trip and a highlight for me. We actually ate lunch at the plantation as well, and it's all locally sourced ingredients. So the the fruits were fresh, the spices they used from the island itself, and so, so many wonderful things that we got to experience that were grown right there. They also have monkeys that live on this plantation, but we got there later in the day. They were already up the mountain, ready to go to sleep. So we miss them. So I know I've got to go back to Grenada because there's so much more for me to see and experience. So I want you to think about when you think of where you want to go next. If you've been to St. Lucia, and you know how much I love St. Lucia and I talk about it, that beautiful island quite often. And you think, well, where can I go next that would be similar but still a different experience in a new island? Grenada reminded me a lot of St. Lucia. So now having been to both of them, you think that you're just going to see these beautiful beaches and this turquoise water, and you do. But there's so much more to the island as well. The uh, the capital city of St. George was a beautiful, very colorful island. The houses, all different colors, kind of reminded you a little bit of reminiscent of an Italian, you know, oceanside on the, on the seaside on the Mediterranean, like with all the different colors on the mountainside. When we did a boat tour of the island, we were able to see a lot of famous people who live on the island. We were able to see their homes from Morgan Freeman and Oprah Winfrey, who are also native Mississippians to other famous people who have homes there and all the different resorts and places that you can stay. Fantastic beaches, amazing excursions and opportunities, and I will say even more incredible people. That is all the time we have for this week of Talk Travel with Heather Tate. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. And we hope you tune in next week for even more adventures. If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, Heather and Logan Tate Whimsical Destinations. We hope that you join because we share pictures from our own adventures and of our clients' adventures, and we give you more travel tips and suggestions every day. Wherever you go and whatever you're doing, I hope that you enjoy, have an adventure, and remember, take that trip. Life is short. Make the memories. You won't regret it. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online 
at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady. 